1: All right, so today, um, many universities decided to start their online education today. And um, some of them, I think it's WITS, it's Stellenbosch University, University of Cape Town, UJ and so on, saying that they want to get on with the program of the year. The question is, what is government's position on this? Ismail Menesi, spokesperson of the Department of Higher Education and Training, joins us on the line. Good afternoon and thank you so much for joining us, Ismail.
2: Good afternoon and uh, greetings to all the SAFM listeners and thank you for inviting us. Um,
1: my understanding is that you had discussed and pleaded with institutions to wait a little bit until everybody is ready to to start going back into a learning process that is organized, whether it is via social media, whether it is via technology or whatever, postal services, whatever the case may be. But you were pleading that all students are given the same opportunity. Am I correct?
2: Certainly, you are very correct. Uh, we have uh, provided uh, guidelines uh, to all our institutions, uh, both the universities and uh, the private colleges um in terms of um what ought to prevail going forward um, in offering online uh, education what we have uh, indicated uh, in terms of these guidelines um which were made available or even in consultation with uh, our institutions uh, through the task team that is led by our deputy minister puti manamela is that um we wanted um, all institutions uh, to return to learning and teaching through the primary online and remote uh, methodologies from the 4th of May 2020. However, as we are indicating, that uh, you you were made to understand that the institutions which have already started, what we're informed is that they were in preparation for uh, the return on the 4th of May mm. uh, by sending the necessary gadget and messages to the learners. Because our principle uh, has been very uh, uh, you know, simple, that uh, there is no student that must, uh, must be left behind or, or treated unfairly uh, for them to be able to complete uh, their studies for 2020. Now, our understanding is that institutions are preparing for such an eventuality which uh, by the 4th of may there must be such a rollout and and from there we've got a face in a, a program or process in terms of the resumption of teaching and learning uh, based on our strategic uh, decisions and critical decisions that still will be uh, led by the president
1: Okay, so Professor Wim de Villiers, he's a Rector and Vice-Chancellor at the University of Stellenbosch, which announced as well that they were going to start their online um, tutoring today. I just hope I have got the information correct. Joins us now on the line. Good afternoon and thank you for joining us.
3: Yeah, good afternoon.
1: So am I correct in saying that you had started your online uh, courses today?
3: So we did indeed start start our online courses today and this is... uh as, uh, University of Cape Town did, University of the Western Cape, uh, as, as well. So, a number of the institutions have started, but I think it, it would be fair to say when say we've started it, look, these are all, it's uncharted territory, and we want to make sure that we're, uh, we're in the initial periods of doing this. So, we're not starting today with uh, courses and, and, and then it's assessments immediately. The assessments will only follow following the, the 4th of May. So this is a, a period where we're really, uh, getting our students and staff, we, where we're getting them familiar with, with online learning, uh, and, uh, and, and its complexities. It's not uh, a simple on off switch. Um, but our staff have been working very diligently over the recess period to get these, uh, programs, uh, av- uh available and ready. Um, you know, because online learning isn't just a passive just taping some lectures and making sure that they are then available to students it's it's a blend it's a blended learning It's both uh, it's 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 uh, synchronous some live lectures yes but then also asynchronous something some things that can be uh, accessed uh, on a number of occasions but it's not just that it's also where you have interaction with your tutors and your lecturers Etc., to try and get the best possible result. Because in the end, I have only two priorities for this year for Stellenbosch University. One is that we want to complete the academic year successfully, and two, that uh, my institution is sustainable going forward
1: i mean that's very commendable but why is it that you're not yourself and others are are not listening to or at least playing along with the guidelines that government is saying because in in being um, you know as fast as you guys are going now the sense I'm getting is that we have left others behind. Not everybody will be able to commence with you today. And by the time that they are ready, you would have kind of mush, pu- pushed ahead. Well,
3: I, I think our stance is completely in keeping with what uh, University of South Africa uh, d- uh, decided and what we agreed with at our meeting last year. Uh, I'm on the Executive Council of University of South Africa. And that is that we must also understand that the system is, is differentiated in the country. So, uh, the universities that I quoted, we're mm. part of a, of a research intensive group. Our, uh, individual specificities differ. Uh, for example, more than a third of the, of, of our 32,000 students at Stellenbosch University, they're postgraduate. So it's, it's much easier to have these students, uh, uh, to have them, uh, uh to assist them, uh, online than, than undergraduate. I also fully agree that look, this is not going to be simple. We're we're learning as we as we going along, um, and so. Uh, uh, but but I we we thought, and it was our view that we need to get going so that we can sort out some of the issues as they as they come on. And as I said, in terms of assessments, that will definitely not take place before the 4th of May. Uh, we've also uh, instituted a range of other. Uh, um uh, ways in which we want to ensure as far as possible that no student is indeed left behind for example we're shifting our academic calendar we're moving um uh our, our recesses to into july we're uh we we're, we're going to make another uh, exam period available in january um and also several additional uh, um, uh winter summer schools etc cetera, etc cetera, where we're going to uh, assist our students to to really uh, uh, help them complete the year successfully.
1: Prof. Tavillis, just if you don't mind, I need to take a quick break. I'm also going to be coming back to you, Ishmael Minesi, as well, just to continue with this conversation because I think it's quite important. And I also want to invite you, if you're a student or a parent of somebody who is in university, your take on this, 0891-104-207.
0: You're listening to Pimelo Moutini on SAFM.
1: So I'm in conversation with Professor Wim de Villiers from, uh, he's a vice chancellor at Stellenbosch University. I'm also in conversation with Ishmael M'nisi, spokesperson of the Department of Higher Education and Training. Uh, Ishmael, you, you heard what the rector said earlier. Your reaction to that? Look, I don't think
2: uh, we differ with uh, what uh, Professor De Villiers has been saying. Uh, the guidelines are very clear that on the 4th of May, we expect that institutions must be rolling out uh, in, in, intensify on these programs. But the, the preparation, which I've heard in very well, it's what they are doing in terms of testing the systems, in terms of making sure that the students, the academic staff, and everybody involved in, you know, in the sector is acquainted to these systems. Um, so that uh, when time comes, everybody must be on par. And as I've indicated before, the principles are very clear that we don't want any exclusion of any student. Uh, wherever they are, they must have accessibility to these uh, instruments so that nobody must be left behind. But also we have taken into consideration the differentiation of these institutions. And we said, um, you know, as we apply this uh, remote and online and flexible learning methodologies, we must also ensure that we're taking into account institutional differences, you know, in terms of offering, so. that um, um, uh, you know, all institutions, given their own capacity and the capacity that they lack, we then should be able to, to offer them more. And I must indicate that um, uh, uh, Minister Zimande will, will uh, you know, on Thursday, pronounce further on, uh, you know, the, how we are going to continue with the 2020 academic year uh, through, you know, a, a media briefing that will take place. He will then even give uh, extensively, what the plan is of the sector for this year and how we are going to start the uh, you know uh, 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 the 2021 academic year including our collaboration and consultation with the department of basic uh, education regarding the school year and, and and opening of the 2021 uh, academic year as you might not have noticed that there are certain pronouncements that uh, basic education has made which have an implication on the sector mm. so There are a number of uh, consultations still that are going to take place, but we are saying that come the 4th of May, all institutions must be rolling out, and we're never too much prescriptive in terms of how they must carry you know the testing and the trials towards ensuring that this ultimately happens on the 4th of May.
1: Prof Davis just give me a sense of your plans going forward. Uh we there is obviously this talk about the 4th of May and uh the request that all institutions must sort of get on with it. Does that mean bringing in uh, students into campus as well?
3: Yeah, thank you very much. Yes, and I think one thing we must absolutely be uh, I think we 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 the only thing we can be certain about is the uncertainty. Mm. Uh, this is very much a fluid situation, and that, that's point number one. Point number two is, yeah, we, we certainly are talking about phased uh, return of students and who should these groups of students be. For mm-hmm. example, I know there's a great concern or interest in having our uh, our uh, medical and allied health service uh, students return because of the need for clinical training because they need to be starting internships, etc. cetera, next year. And, and clinical training is such an integral part of, 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 of their education. And secondly, also our other professional uh, students such as engineering and some of the practica that they need to uh, attend. So, how to bring these groups of students back? Also, uh, we there's uh, the the sector is discussing bringing back those uh, students who are uh, uh, particularly disadvantaged and who have issues with connectivity and devices to bring them back. Uh, in a, but of course, we will have to comply with all the diff- different uh, health regulations, etc., etc., to do that in. As safely as possible, mm. but I think the the, the other point is, as well is, and what was referred to is that there are uh, individual uh, differences in, in institutions. For example, I said we have thirty-two thousand students. We did a survey uh, in a different in number of ways: online, SMS, through uh, departmental uh, through our departmental heads and the, and the faculty administrators to find those students who would have, would not have access to to devices and smartphones, et cetera. And we found about uh, 800 of them, 800 students of ours. So what we've we've done is to uh, purchase 1500 uh, uh, laptops that will be uh, given on loan to these students uh, for you so so that they will, to the best of our ability, that they will have access and that they will not be left behind, okay. and in that sense, what I, what I really want to do is I want to give kudos to the department for there was a great concern in, in that we were actually unable to deliver these these devices. So uh, uh, on last Friday we, it, we, we, uh, it was effective through in the, in the Government Gazette. That uh, the delivery of of of, of it and of, of delivery that that's now an essential service and that we can actually deliver that to these students and we thank the department for that.
1: Can I just bring in Sasco here, the president of the South African Student Congress, Bamanye Matiwane, joins us now, and I'm sure you've been listening to all these parties. Your concerns around what you've been hearing.
0: Oh, thank you uh, for affording me an opportunity. Uh, I think uh, with the latter speak, uh, we tend to agree to some of the issues because number one, Sasco has said that it is opposed, opposed with the immediate uh, implementation of e-learning mm. on the basis that uh, there were some infrastructural arrangements that need to be developed. Uh, As we have said, we need adequate investment into ICT infrastructure across higher education with an understanding that e-learning is uh, Unstoppable. So, my question now uh, with the, uh, I'm not sure, the Vice Chancellor of uh, Stellenbosch, what?
1: Yes, it's Stellenbosch University.
0: Yeah, Stellenbosch University. They've said they've started today uh, uh, and uh, they have engaged with the University of South Africa uh, and other Vice Chancellors around the country and they've agreed that on the 20th. They must start uh, now my question is one to say how many students have participated because i think they have a data uh, to see how many students have participated uh, from our from today's program and there is no clear position on how uh, the affected students are going to be assisted outside uh, laptops and whatsoever of. number three Are there any uh, policies that have been reviewed uh, from council meetings uh, and strategic meetings from universities? That speaks strictly on the exclusion of students, because I don't want us to agree uh, on principle that students must not be uh, excluded, then come 2021 students get excluded because there were no proper resolutions and written resolution around the exclusion and the financial crisis that students are going to get.
1: Ismail, I know that you need to leave so let me just give you a quick chance to respond in two minutes to the concerns that you've just heard from SASCO.
2: Well, well, uh, indeed we, we, we did receive SASCO's uh, input and they are part of what the considerations that uh, will be presented by Minister Nzimande on Thursday. And uh, we have taken into consideration uh, their input, and that is why um, the date of the 4th of May is the resumption date for, you know, um, uh, such, you know, um, uh, teaching and learning, or e-learning to to, uh, uh, resume. And uh, we we, we have also um, made provision in terms of the principles that uh, would guide all the institutions for that matter and the issues of inclusivity is part of it inclusive in issues of the uniqueness of our institutions uh, and issues of uh, the the uh, upscaling of the infrastructure and uh, for both you know um, uh, within the universities and and also in areas where uh, uh, learners will be and there are a number of, uh, you know, uh, discussions that are currently taking place uh, with, in the department with um, uh, telecoms um, uh, service providers in terms of how they can, you know, ensure that even in the remotest, remotest areas, our students are able to access such, a, you know, a, a, a teaching methodologies with ease. Now, um, all sectors have spoken, and as government, we have listened to them. And we are working with them to ensure that um, we resume the academic, uh, 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 you know, uh, period or program with ease, uh, with uh, less challenges that, uh, you know, SASCO is raising and also taking into consideration the concerns that the vice chancellors are having throughout the country, including the principals of our colleges. So we will then be able working together again with them to respond uh, to, to such. However, um, as the concluding uh, remarks from me, I would like to urge that uh, institution, uh, in, institutions and all stakeholders uh, make sure that on the 4th of May, uh, we resume with this and all challenges that uh, are currently taking place uh, uh, be resolved. And uh, minister the minister Zimande is available for any further engagement uh, post um, the announcement that you'll make on Thursday in terms of what uh, the sector would look like going forward.
1: Ismail, if you don't mind, there is a question for you I need to take, but I'm going to ask just to give me two seconds of of a break, and then I'll come back to all of you. There is somebody that needs to ask you a critical question. So let's just do that, and then we'll come back with more.
0: At SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutine on Twitter.
1: Thank you so much for staying with us. And I do appreciate, I know that Ishmael has got to go, but Ishmael Mnis is a spokesperson of the Department of Higher Education and Training. I'm also in conversation with the the President of the South African Student Congress, Bamanye Matiwani, and uh, Professor Vim de Villiers, who is a Rector and Vice-Chancellor at Stellenbosch University. Let's just listen to the voice notes so that we can get a response.
0: Hi, Pomelo. Please ask Prof there, how will he ensure that all students even those who are from the rural areas, the rural areas of the KZN Eastern Cape will all have access to this online learning. Are they going to have necessary tools? Do they take into account you know, the issue of electricity and all those things? Thank you. Anyway, I'm Maurice from Nelsprate. I've been at UNISA for years, so I'm experienced with this online learning thing. Thank you.
1: Okay, I know that he, he said, Professor um, Davilius must answer it, but he says, obviously, he's from UNISA. I don't know if you want to respond, Ishmael, first, and then we'll give Prof the, uh, the opportunity.
2: Well, yeah, we, uh, we probably, if I know that, uh, uh, I Prof, uh, is, is that, um, look, the, the principles, uh, with whatever that government and our institutions will do, will ensure that there is no student, that must be left behind, and we are very, very clear to all our institutions that uh, uh, this must not happen. And it is the you know principle that we are going to live by, and ensure that we monitor as we continue to engage on this process. And secondly, as indicated uh, before, that uh, we are engaging uh, with um, the you know uh, telecommunication companies in terms of the. Assistance that they can give uh, to us, the issues of uh, the scope of uh, zero-rated data, the issues of infrastructure that uh, you know must be there on our campuses, and also the possibilities of funding institutions which are in distress, and the issues of uh, tuition fee income and other related matters. These are matters that many demand will pronounce on uh, in due course, okay. and others are ongoing to make sure that the 2020 academic year is safe and we gravitate towards the 2021 with ease, having taken into consideration the fact that uh, the sector indeed, after this COVID-19 interventions, is going to change. We are preparing for that going forward. But it's a very exciting moment uh, as well. Uh, and we're embracing the challenges that are coming forth.
1: Thanks, Ishmael Moniz, the spokesperson of the Department of Higher Education. Prof, I know that he said he was from UNISA, but I think what he's bringing up is you you probably have students like that yourselves who come from really uh, rural areas where it's not so much even about the device and the data, it's about connectivity. So if in that particular area there just isn't connectivity, you must have thought about that. What are your plans around that?
3: yeah so there there are a number of uh, look this is a large system we have uh, uh 26 public higher education uh, institutions we have 50 uh, tvet colleges mm-hmm. and a number of other community education colleges so this is this is not a a system that a single institution such as telmozi university can can necessarily sure. fix and we all we all worry and grapple uh, about this so uh, in 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 my um, sphere of influence and what we can do at Stellenbosch University, and that's why I'm pleased that uh, the spokesperson, the DHET spokesperson, talked about that there's uh, institutional specificities, uniqueness, there's institutional autonomy. So I, I can control what what I what I can control. So for for our our students we really to the best of our ability we are we are uh, attempting to to get these uh, devices to them we're also uh, in terms of zero rating and other ways of of getting data uh, we we trying our, our our best to do this um because as i said the absolutely crucial is that we want this academic year 2022 to be able to conclude successfully. It is not going to be easy. It's not an on-off switch. Uh, We don't have all the answers uh, right now, but uh, I I think we're going to... I I also want to echo that I actually think there's... In the midst of all these complex challenges, there are some fantastic opportunities as well. Um, I thought we were going to get through this blended learning, distance learning, that we're going to roll it out over four to five years. But I think we're going to be, uh, because of this pressure, it's going to happen much, much more quickly.
1: Let me give Bamanye a quick response to all of this. What's your take to all everything that you've just heard, Bamanye?
0: Okay. No, number one, I think yeah, there is no consideration whatsoever about the poor. Uh, and students who are coming from disadvantaged areas. Uh, For instance, having a data and a laptop in an area where you cannot have a network for connectivity is a problem. For university not to consider the conditions that a particular student is going to be faced with when you are attending a class at home is a problem because if we are eight and we are staying in one ronda There is noise, uh, abuse inside the house. How am I expected to cope? And we must not be driven here and be told that uh, classes have not started while there are people who have started with submissions. As from today.
1: You know, I, I think we, I think it'll be good to resume this. I'm looking forward to what the minister is going to pronounce. Apparently there's a pronouncement at the end of this week, but I want to thank both of you for coming on as well. Professor Vim de Villiers, rector and Vice-Chancellor at Silembosch University, Bamanye Matiwani, who's a president of the South African Student Congress. I think it's a conversation we will take further as soon as we've got pronouncements from the department itself, which we anticipate will be sometime on Thursday. Thank you so much for listening. It's three 3 o'clock. Abmas Chabamdolo up next. Let's go to Utzilasak for the latest in SABC News.